Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Bara is the movie I'm talking about in this episode. It's a movie that came out this year, 2022. It is an Indian film, which is actually a remake of a Spanish film, which I found out in doing a little research on this movie, finding out that it was a remake. Uh, and I have the remake in my list. It is on Netflix along with this movie. Uh, and I love this movie. Let me say that right now. Uh, so I do plan on checking out the original, which is titled Mirage. Uh, this movie, Dobara, uh, is in English, translates to 212, which was the time a specific event was supposed to happen, but that event was changed and like a butterfly effect changes all of the subsequent events and uh so this is a time travel mystery movie loved it love story also uh, a bit of a love story little little piece of love story added in as most indian films tend to combine many genres and love being a very common theme in in most uh indian films at least uh as an aspect of it. I really enjoyed this movie. So in my research, I realized that there was one, a boycott of this movie. This movie flopped in theaters, did not do well. In addition to another movie I reviewed recently, uh, Lal Singh Chada, which is the Indian remake of Forrest Gump that flopped in the box office as well. There was a boycott for that movie. I tried to research didn't spend a whole lot of time, but my initial research didn't uh, prove to flesh out why people were boycotting these movies. So I don't know if it's a studio thing. I don't know if it's a director thing. I don't know if it's aspects of the story itself. I don't know exactly what parts of these two movies would have been offensive and uh, require a boycott of any kind. So I don't know the exact reason why they are boycotted. Uh, but they were and didn't do well. Uh, and it doesn't make any sense because uh, Lal Singh Chada was okay. You know, I prefer Forrest Gump. I thought it was a little bit more family-oriented. They cut out the edge, not as much humor in the remake. Still a fine movie. This movie I thought was great. I really enjoyed the storytelling. I enjoyed the story. I love the acting, uh, the performances. Every aspect of this movie I really enjoyed, and it really comes together at the end. It's a super interesting, high-concept type of a story, and the way it all kind of wraps up at the end, there are layers to this movie at the end where it's like there's a twist, I guess you could say, where uh, a character's identity is revealed that's surprising. Kind of could see it coming, but still surprising. And then you find out more information about that character. And then it's like, whoa, that opens it up. There's like layers of like craziness that happen at the end of this movie that I absolutely loved. Which I will talk about later on when I get into spoilers. Because I do want to get into this movie, which will require me to spoil this movie a bit. But not till later. So I don't know why I was boycotted. Uh, but it is available currently on Netflix, and I would highly recommend checking it out. And I'm looking forward to watching the original movie called Mirage, uh, that is also that is the Spanish movie that this movie is a remake of, uh, because I do want to start watching remakes of movies, since I've watched a few 
original movies that have been remade. I want to see how they were remade, see how that changed, and just kind of get into more movies that have remakes or have been remade, since that is a very popular trend in film these days. Uh, but of course, it's always been pretty common for films to be remade in different languages, different countries. Uh, of course, The Departed is a very famous remake that was uh, originally, I want to say it was a Japanese film. I don't, I don't remember, I don't know the title. I haven't seen the original. I think it's actually a trilogy of films. It could be South Korean as well. I don't really know. I, I want to say Japanese, but then Scorsese remade it for The Departed. Um, so I want to get into more remakes and kind of check out that aspect of Hollywood. Uh, so I will be watching that, the original of this movie. But this movie, I really enjoyed it. So the premise of this idea, like I said, time travel, mystery. Uh, there's this kid living in the mid-90s, huge fan of like Back to the Future. He's wearing Back to the Future kind of shirts, uh, like catchphrases from Back to the Future. Has that Back to the Future kind of aesthetic to it. Big fan of Terminator. It's referenced many times in the, this movie that the Terminator is his fam favorite movie. And obviously both Back to the Future and Terminator are time travel movies. Uh, so this kid, fan of those movies, has a camcorder hooked up to a TV. There's this crazy geomagnetic storm that's happening, which is going to interfere with a lot of things. It's going to give mess with people's, like, you know, blood pressures and different electronic devices will be having problems. Radios and TVs, all kinds of things may get disturbed by the storm that's happening. This crazy rare store the storm that's happening. And this kid has this camcorder hooked up to a TV. And while this storm is happening, he's seeing uh, the camcorder from the future. He sees a woman on his TV, same bedroom. But it's in the year 2012, I think. Or 2010. 2010. Uh, and this woman tells him information that changes what he does, what this kid does. And that event that changes ripples through butterfly effect, completely changing her life. Right. So not only does this kid's life change because of the information this woman gives him, but when she wakes up the, the next morning, her life is completely different. Right. Which her life before she was living in the same house, this kid, you know, clearly the kid moved out. His mom moved out. He lived with his mom. His dad's away. Uh, his mom's like an architect or whatever. Uh, for whatever reason, they moved away. This lady years later, 2010s, moving in there with her husband and their kid. Uh, she wakes up no longer living in that house, no longer have that kid, no longer married to that guy. So she wakes up completely disoriented and is going through the process trying to figure out who she is and what happened and where everybody is that she thought she knew and this life that she thought she knew. So it's kind of that story. And then it's bouncing back and forth with that story, that kind of current time. And then going back to this kid's story, now that his story changed, he's investigating what happened in his story. And the movie kind of bounces back and forth. Some people mentioned in some of the reviews that that was kind of confusing. I didn't find it confusing. The first time it jumps back to the kid's story 
it for a moment it was like wait a minute because they're, they're like she's like at a pool and then all of a sudden it's the kid at that pool but once you realize oh it's the kid then you know oh it's jumping back and forth and you notice certain characters look older and younger it does i think it does a pretty good job at kind of distinguishing whether you're in the past or the present as it jumps back and forth so that's kind of the premise of this movie and she's trying to prove what she knows and who she is and this kid is trying to prove this event he saw next door right he saw his neighbor fighting with somebody and initially he went to go check on that and because he went to check on that there's something that happened that caused things to go bad for him right and then when she he talked to that woman in the future she changed that so that bad event didn't happen and now he's going to investigate kind of later than he would have normally so that's kind of the overall premise right great ideas and then as they discover certain things there's reveals of who characters are right she's going and meeting people that were from her old life that don't even know who she is or they know like in this life she's a doctor in her last life she was a nurse so she's more successful in this life um and all the people that she had relationships with like friendships and whatever she doesn't really know that well so it's 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 interesting on that level it's interesting there's also this murder case that's happening um which all wrapped up great movie right now some spoilers i'll get into light spoilers and then i'll give another warning before i actually talk about the ending because the ending's great it all comes together at the end right because this back and forth very suspenseful thriller mystery cool stuff great the end whoa layers uh so small slight warrant slight spoilers and then i'll get to major spoilers when i talk about the end so this event that happens right this kid initially what happened in timeline a the very original thing that happened was this kid saw his neighbor arguing with somebody he goes across the street to see what happened he sees a dead body and as he gets scared running back home storms happening as he's crossing the street fire truck runs him over kid dies right that's what was supposed to happen originally right and in that original timeline this woman in the future she now lives in this house that this kid used to live in obviously the mom lost her kid sold the house got rid of it later on this woman her husband and their daughter live in this house she's having her husband she suspects her husband of being uh cheating on her uh they have this kid that she takes swimming uh, and they find this TV with camcorder in one of the closets in one of the rooms, right? They're still new in this house. They're having a housewarming party. So it's like a new situation. They happen to come across this old TV and they set it up and it happens to be the same TV and camcorder that we see this kid watching old family movies on before he dies, right? Even recording himself giving a message to his dad who's away working who never really he's like kind of absent in this kid's life right he's always away at work 
Let's take a little break from the show to promote gift certificates. If you want to purchase artwork for somebody, you have an art lover in your life and you think they would like my art, but you don't know what painting to get them. I have over 2,000 original pieces of art for sale in my store, along with shirts and prints and other things so I can understand that being a bit daunting if you're trying to buy something for somebody else. Give them the gift certificate and then they can go to my website inspireddisorder.com and they can buy whatever paintings they want, they can buy whatever prints they want, they can buy t-shirts, they can buy hats, they can buy all the different merch gift certificates which are available currently at inspireddisorder.com. And now let's get back to the show! So as she's watching... They're watching this home video. We see it cut over to the kid who's like talking to his dad. There's a storm. That same type of storm is happening now in the future. This lady's watching it. And all of a sudden, screen flickers. She sees the kid. She's like, wait a minute. And she just had just heard the story about how across the street, this guy killed his wife, confessed to killing his wife while on on in uh in trial and this kid that died who kind of uncovered it right so she heard that story during a housewarming dinner later on that night she sees that same kid come up on her tv this kid that used to live in the same house that she's living in somehow they're communicating through this tv storm connection whatever and she tells this kid listen you're going to die. You don't need to go out. She shows on her laptop, which he doesn't know what a laptop is. Listen, this is the story. Look, this is the guy. He confessed, right? So you don't need to do anything. Just don't go over there. I know you're going to go, and then you're going to get run over by a fire truck. So she stops the kid from doing that, right? And because of that, changes everything, right? So when she wakes up, it's a completely different house. Her eyesight's bad. She's got to wear glasses, she gets a call from work that she's expected to perform a surgery soon. She's a doctor in this reality where before she was just a nurse, right? But she goes into work. It's the same hospital. She goes into work, and it's like everybody's, like, referring to her as Miss, like, showing her, like, respect that people would show a doctor, but she's just a nurse. She's like, what? what's going on? And she's, like, freaking out. She doesn't know what's happening. This cop kind of gets involved. And she's trying to explain. It's like, listen, I helped this kid. I'm trying to find my daughter. She goes to the swimming things. Like, my daughter's not there. Where's my? There's no record of this girl taking swimming lessons. Like, she's freaking out. So a lot of it is kind of that fun aspect of her, like, waking up in this new reality. Is this movie going to be like a Groundhog Day situation, which is, which is not. But she's constantly trying to prove that she's from a different reality right and for some reason the cop is at least helping her out like he doesn't really believe her he's just going along with whatever it is because things are starting to like come together like the person she said she was married to exists at least and but now he's married to somebody else he's married to the woman he was cheating on her with in this new reality and even in that relationship, he's cheating on her. Still bought that same house that that kid lived in. So she goes, there's this great intense scene where she's going to investigate that house 
while at the same time the kid is going across the street to finally investigate this neighbor he, that he suspects of murdering his wife. The kid sees the body and while trying to leave sees that that guy comes home. So he's kind of trapped in the house. Meanwhile, she's in somebody else's house and they see her. So it's very intense kind of mirroring of these two characters in different timelines kind of trapped in other people's houses in some ways but it's like kind of great and the whole time you're like she's trying to find people getting in touch with people trying to make things make sense finds out that that kid's therapist wrote a book about what happened because her story sounds very familiar to this guy right and then we find out that that kid nobody believed the kid Right. That guy was able to get rid of that body before anybody was able to find out. And because he never proved it, unlike the original timeline, he was always ridiculed. Right. People made fun of him. Nobody believed him. His therapist didn't believe him. His mom probably tried but couldn't struggled to like to help him. Right. So his whole life. He was like this crazy kid that said he talked to somebody from the future, and, but they could never prove the murder, right? And then it gets to a point where, and certain things, like whenever she touches somebody, like shakes their hand or whatever, she comes in physical contact, she, get like, she gets like these flashes of memories from this new life that she doesn't know anything about, but she gets flashes of memories from the version of her that existed before she was transported into this new life which is kind of an interesting type of a thing it's not like specific to where it's like she realized she can like gain memories by touching people but it's these just little flashes like oh i know this person in some way right which is interesting so you have this woman antara that's her name and the boy ane that's his name kind of on their separate missions right even the kid sees with his mom looking out the window seeing him loading trash bags into his truck trunk right the mom sees him hosing out the trunk right clearing evidence like there's all this stuff that they're seeing where his mom believes him right but it's it's kind of hard to get other people to believe that her son talked to a future person and that's why they know this guy killed him, right? So he gets away with it because this boy could never, never could prove it. But she remembers the article and she knows that the body was buried at this place. And this cop that's kind of helping her out takes her. It's like, well, we can't arrest this guy. She's like, if I can prove this guy murdered his wife, then that proves that I'm not completely insane, right? Because I, I knew information that doesn't exist in this reality because that guy never got exposed. So she leads the cop to where this body is buried, and lo and behold, they find the remains, so he's able to arrest her. And we see how in the alternate timeline of this kid, when they go to the police, it was a completely different situation where they bring the neighbor in and they have his mom sitting next to the neighbor who they're 
accusing of murder just sitting right there and the cop is clearly on his side because there's no evidence but it's like a, just a completely horrible situation whereas in this new timeline it's different now that they have evidence and this cop is at least open to the idea that there might be information out there so it's great when they do that and then they bring the cop and then so they find the remains they bring this guy in and he's trying to victim blame right he's blaming he said that he was in an abusive relationship his wife was a horrible person and he was just trying to be nice to this other lady that became his wife after he got rid of his wife and like she was going to attack us she hit me with the thing and then you know my current wife had a knife and then it was accidental she went to attack her and she just accidentally got stabbed and then just fell over the railing and that's how she died it's a complete accident but she was really the one that was the dangerous one in this scenario despite the fact she's dead right so obviously perfect story but also we know that he confessed during the trial in the original story so we know that's full of shit even though it's very plausible when he's saying it this cop isn't really buying it and then we find out why we find out why so this is the moment where i'm gonna say heavy spoilers right heavy spoilers this is i'm talking about the end of this movie Right. We find out information that I kind of thought I knew, like it kind of like. Right. So heavy spoilers, spoilers from this point on. I, if you don't want to know how this ends, if you don't want to know the twists and the reveals, spoilers, this is on you. But the whole time I'm like, why doesn't she track down this kid? Right. This kid's alive. Right. But they don't know where they moved away, embarrassed, whatever. Can't find this kid. Like they track down, she tracks down her husband to try and find the, the place he transferred the money to when he bought the house, whatever, whatever. And that is when she, go, she shows up to the house of the person that in this timeline, where this kid, right? Somebody who owned that house is living. And she finds out that that's the condo she woke up in, right? And it's like, holy shit. And at the same time, we're watching this, this interrogation go down with this cop that's like, why is this cop like, I mean, he's not buying it, but he's like definitely going along with her thing. She's, he's at least helping her out. It's like, why is this cop doing it? And then you realize that the cop is the kid grown up. And when you see that reveal, when he reveals to the neighbor who just went on this story about how he was the victim and that his wife was actually attacking them and it was all an accident, when he reveals that, oh, well, by the way, that kid that saw what happened and saw the dead body and saw you dispose of that body that nobody believed in, right? That kid is me. And it's like, of course that makes sense. That makes sense why he is the why he's been going along right he's like first off probably a little bit tentative at the fact that this woman that he he saw as a child on the camcorder is with him and validating what he knows something that everybody said he was crazy all growing up right 
got to be a little bit jarring on that level. But then the further reveal, when she goes to that condo, which is where she woke up, the reason why she woke up there is because she's in a relationship with him. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the many faces. That's right, I am also an artist. I do ink paintings on paper of abstract faces. A new face, a new painting gets released every single day over at InspiredDisorder.com. So head on over to my website to purchase original artwork directly from the artist. Also, there are prints available for select images. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com, buy original art, Buy prints if that's your jam, if you want 8x10 prints on high-quality paper. Also, if you're looking to wear some art, there are shirts available with original artwork by myself. Select faces from the many faces are also available in t-shirt form. You go to InspiredDisorder.com, you buy original artwork, you buy prints, you buy shirts, you're supporting an artist directly and if you're the type of person that likes to invest in nfts there are also nfts available for select faces go to inspiredisorder.com now and now let's get back to the show i was like what and she sees a picture of them in the condo that she lives in they've been to her his mom is there they've been in a relationship for five years and it's like Right. Not only is did the kid become the cop and that's why he's going along with this thing, but he his girlfriend or wife. I don't know if they're married. They were together for five years. I don't know if they're married. They're living together. Probably married. All of a sudden turns into a completely different person. Right. This woman who he is in a relationship with, who he as a child saw her in the future and the hospital that she worked at finally got built and just he went there every day and it shows like how he went there and they just became friends and he's like well this person is like crazy like they just fell in love because they're both you know it's it's this like crazy layer to the story that not only did the kid grow up to be the cop but he ended up being in a relationship with that lady in this alternate reality right so when she's finding that out she's like right it's like holy shit and then she meets him and he tells her like listen this is i wasn't planning on this this is just we started talking we liked each other whatever and then this is what we happened and then all of a sudden you woke up and you are telling me all of the things that i got ridiculed for my entire life how am i supposed to like i'm allowing to i'm going along with this i'm helping you out you helped prove this murder that I knew happened that I never had proof of. But she isn't into this because the, the reality she knew was her daughter. The reality she knew was this guy who was an asshole cheating on her that she was married to, right? But she's, it's her daughter. She needs to get back to her daughter. And she's like, I can't live in this reality. This is not my reality. This is somebody else's reality. And there's this moment where it's like, I don't know if it was intentional on her part or if it's just accidental, 
but they're like talking on the side of the road at like a food cart or whatever and she just takes a few steps back and gets hit by a car and dies right just brutal and it's like i don't know if she intentionally tried to kill herself or if it's just an accident that happened while she was just backing away in the moment because she knows that like this isn't i am not the person you are in a relationship with i am the person from a different reality and at that moment there's even more of a twist when he goes home right he still has the tv and the camcorder obviously changed his life right his mom's there she believes him there's a storm going on again turns it on and he's beamed in talking to himself his younger mom his younger self his younger mom is there he's there his old his mom older versions of both of them are there it is and he's talking to him again he's like don't go chasing after this woman the woman you saw don't chase after her and in that moment and then it kind of cuts away in that moment you don't know what happened right you don't know what happened but it cuts to back to the reality where she's back at home knows that her husband is right she wakes up in the pool her daughter's still alive she goes home right she's like listen i know you're cheating on me i just you know you go do you this is done i'm keeping the house because you wouldn't want to make your daughter homeless right so you go live with your new girlfriend you have the honeymoon suite you go do that i i'm gonna stay here in this home with my daughter and we're gonna like do that thing right so that ends up being their own thing right and she looks out the window and she sees that that neighbor is still alive right in this new version of reality she the kid didn't kill himself right he's whatever reason when he contacted his his younger self again he didn't go out he didn't kill himself but he also wasn't able to prove anything obviously like in that the second version so this is like a third timeline right so that guy got away with murder and she sees that so what does she do she knows where the body is she's already been there before so she calls this kid still grew up to be a cop now he's like the chief or whatever and they're bringing up this body again right because she knew where it was so she called it into the cops and now they are meeting organically where she still has her daughter she got rid of her husband she see her take the wedding ring off as she's about to shake this guy's hand and she gets the flash of memories of that old that second timeline of their relationship and it's like finally this kid is got his redemption because there's this it's like instead of manipulation as the second one was like everything came together perfectly in that third timeline and it's like what like everything that happens once the reveal that that kid grew up to be that cop is just like what is going on i loved it i absolutely loved how everything came apart uh and they finally got to meet at the end and like kind of meet under the right circumstances 
and I loved this movie. I mean, it's tough for movies to be successful in theaters nowadays, post-pandemic. I mean, people only really go out to movies for certain types of movies, usually like big tentpole movies or movies that are gain a lot of buzz, right? Event-type movies. And I can see why a movie like this wouldn't necessarily... Uh, be a huge draw similarly to like a family movie like Lao Sing Chata like I can see and obviously any kind of boycotts probably gonna hurt that in addition but I love this movie I thought it was great I thought her performance was great I thought the storytelling was great how it all came together it, it like it all made sense I really enjoyed it I had a lot of fun watching this movie uh, the love story aspect of it added a whole new like that end of this movie is amazing. I really I thought it I thought it worked. I thought it all worked. I didn't have problems with it. I was hooked, hook line and sinker. I was in. I was in. I was loving it, and it was a great movie. So if you want to check it out, it is on Netflix. Dobara is D O B A A R A A. Uh, 212 is what that translates to, and that was the time that he would have died. And that is the name of the book that was written of him. And that's the name of the movie. And uh, the first, the original movie this was based off is called, called Mirage, which I'm interested to see the differences in the two films, uh, the two versions of the films. But uh, I highly recommend watching it if you're into time travel movies, if you're into like mysteries. It's great. I really enjoyed it. Check it out. Dobara. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring.